<laughs> hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> hey, how y'all doing? This Rickson here in TMV Sports. I'm so happy to be joined today by Rel. Look, if you're on Pelicans Twitter, then you know what the deal is. You know who we're talking to today. Um, but we're talking to Rel. Rel, do me a favor for the people who don't know you, for the people who aren't familiar with who you are. Talk to the people. Introduce yourself to the people. All right. So my name is Rel. Um, and on Twitter, my handle is at my name is Rel underscore. Um, a lot of the Pels 12 will recognize me just from, you know, conversations on Twitter. And people who don't know me may recognize me from the Pels um, intro video in Zion's rookie season, as well as the four quarter hype video. So, yeah, I'm all over. <laughs> yeah, so you on it, on it. It's so good. <laughs> It's so good to talk to you. At first, we had a whole different, a whole different thought about how I was going to talk to you, how I was going to approach this, right? Um, but then I right. found out that you had the goods, goods about the Pelicans, and you've been really paying attention. <laughs> so I want to dive in now, right? We're gonna get to what we initially sure. thought about, right? We're gonna get to that. But um, before we For get sure. into that, yeah, we're gonna get to that. But before we get to that, um, I need to ask you a little bit about your Pelicans fandom, right? Um, so when did you become a, Pel- uh, a Pelicans fan, okay. and why? Um, so I played ball growing up, um, just from when I was really small, all the way through most of high school. Um, so naturally once the franchise moved here, um, you know, in the early two thousands, I became a fan of, you know, New Orleans Hornets. And, um, actually after I stopped playing ball, I kind of fell off sports for a little while. So I wasn't watching the Pels or the Hornets for like a couple years or whatever, but I got back into it really, really heavy, probably like in 2015 or so. And ever since then, I've just been like every year I'm leveling up. <laughs> Yo, who did you play for? Um, I went to this really small school in the East called Faith Christian Academy. Um, it ain't even there no more, man. Mm. So <laughs> some people might have heard of it. It was the church was bought by um like Bishop McManus or something. So now it's called okay. City Church, but yeah, it's in the East. Okay, okay, awesome. All right, so you're a super fan. You're at the games actually, right? Like um, yeah, season tickets. You got season tickets, you at the game. Yes, sir. Um, so so far this season. What has been the most impressive thing that you've seen from the team? Uh, Jonas has got to be number one. That Jonas deal uh, mm. has been a pretty big deal for us. I think he's been arguably uh, our best, most consistent player this whole season so far. And runner-up is going to have to be Herb Jones. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> Very impressive. This may be an easier question. What's been the most disappointing thing you've seen this season? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Just, and it kind of carries over season to season, but just the ability to close out games. Like we just Mm. can't really find a way to, you know, put these teams away and close it out. So that way we can get some of the younger guys, some more, you know, experience in these games. So what has, what do you think is is going into that? What, What stopped the Pelicans from being able to close out games? Um, Probably nerves, you know, maybe a little bit of basketball IQ, but just like they, I think they let their guard down and you know, this league is a league of runs. And so even last night, there was about 20 with six minutes left. Uh, a lot of fans who really watched this team, we wasn't happy yet with six minutes left up 20. Like we, we nervous, <laughs> we nervous because you really never know what could happen. All it takes is for his team to get hot real quick. And then we just start turning the ball over and stuff. And so, you know, it's just their ability to close out is worrisome. Wow. Okay. So do you think that can be fixed maybe a little bit when you get a Zion back? Um, no, actually, because mm. when you think back to, you know, the games that they were playing, there was games that Zion was playing in with this team where we were up double digits with a couple minutes left and totally blew the lead and ended up losing by like five or 10. So like, I don't think that he will fix that per se. Um, 
but I think we have a better chance to, you know, win some more games with him in the lineup for sure, you know, but I don't think he'll solve the whole, you know, the whole collapse thing that we tend to go through because in those late game situations, we stop moving the ball and we go to a lot of Ingram ISO and stuff. So, you know, regardless of whether Zion's on the court or not, that be happening. <laughs> so, so did you expect, okay, Zion's gone for right now, right? And, and Jonas yeah. has been the best player on the team. Cool. What about Ingram? Wasn't Ingram like? Shouldn't you we we see an explosion from Ingram right now? Like the court is his, the team is his. Yeah, What's yeah. Up? The crazy thing about Brandon is there's a lot of games where I'll be watching a game and I'll be like, man, Bi, you know, he kind of quiet tonight. Ain't nothing really going on. And I look up at the at the board and he got twenty points, eight boards, and like you don't even notice. It, it, he's just like a, a little bit of like a silent killer, right? But like for instance, um. Last night, he had 24 points in the first half, I believe. And then, you know, by the final horn, he only had 26. But he had a very, very large impact on the game. And he kind of, you know, they was kind of kicking our butt a little bit there in the first half. And he was really keeping us in it. Um, you know, and at the time, I didn't realize it. But looking back, it's like, man, if, if B.I. wasn't balling in the first half, then, you know, we wouldn't have made that, that run at the beginning of the third and, and came back and got that lead and, you know, started to really put our foot on him. So, um so, yeah, I think I, I never worry about B.I. He is, you know, trying to be a more vocal leader of the team. And he seems like he really wants to be here. So um, some of the fan base is starting to, you know, be like, oh, well, maybe we can trade B.I. for so-and-so. Like, no, we don't need to be doing that. We need to be building around him and Zion. Like, just keep the man name out your mouth when it comes to the trade machine. You know what I mean? Like, some of the fans start to trip. So <laughs> they got to relax. <laughs> and if you're dealing with fans in New Orleans, um, man, they that's that's a crazy bunch. That's yeah. a crazy bunch. And definitely, even definitely. even on Saints Twitter, right? Saints Twitter is always lit. It's always crazy. A lot of people are talking about For stuff sure. on there. How's Pell's Twitter, in your opinion? How interactive is that community? It's very interactive. And it's just getting more and more interactive by the day, I feel like. And, and for us, it's like, we could talk about us, but, but you can't talk about us. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, like when J.J. Reddick said the whole, you know, all 12 of you thing to, to a fan on Twitter. We was like, all right, man, you're going to try to disrespect us and say we ain't got no fans. We only got 12 fans. And so the fan base took that and ran with it. They making shirts now, Pels 12 versus the world, like wow. everything. It's just like, we're not going to let you joke on us. We're going to joke on ourselves, but we're going to turn it into a thing, turn it into a movement. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> we're not going to let nobody, you know, play on us like that. So, yeah. You didn't, you, you, you messed me up for a second. <laughs> you didn't pull, you pulled out my New Orleans. I, I, I said, yeah, like, like that. <laughs> there man, it is. Yeah. I'm not even from New Orleans. <laughs> I'm from La Plaza. <laughs> hey man, look, you in the New Orleans Metro. That's the New Orleans Metro area. <laughs> Yo, you pulled that out of me, man. I'm like, yeah, who you playing with? All right, anyway. So, <laughs> so all right, cool. Now we met, right? We initially um had a conversation on on Twitter because mm -hmm. you posted a picture at a optimal time, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. a, it's right after right after um Skip Bayless and um Shannon Sharp had this huge conversation about Zion being at three hundred and thirty pounds, right? Mm -hmm. And then being very concerned about that. You see a picture someplace and you post it. I need to ask this question, right? So mm -hmm. when did you get the photo, right? And how? Um, so I'm getting my days mixed up. So that's probably Probably got the picture on Wednesday, I think, is when I posted it. Um, so it must have been Tuesday night. Um, the guy in the photograph, uh, Eddie, they call him Speedy. He's actually um, 
on B97 out here. He posted it on his Facebook. And a couple people was like, oh, that's so cool. You read in the Zion, whatever, whatever. And so I say, hey, Speedy. Because I went and looked at his Twitter. Because Speedy has a Twitter, but he doesn't really like, post on there a lot. So he had to put it on Twitter. I said, Speedy, you mind if I put this picture on Twitter? Because there's been a lot of talk lately. And I just want to put it on there and, you know, kind of shut the haters up a little bit. So he was like, yeah, no problem, whatever. So I went to post it. And at first, I was thinking of a caption. I was like, you know, I'm not even going to mention the weight. I'm not going to say nothing about his weight. I'm going to say what happened. And I'm going to post the picture. And then we're going to see what happens, right? So um, all I said in the caption was... Uh, my boy Speedy just ran into Zion last night. You know, Zion walked right up to his kid and was like, hey, little man, I like your shoes. Um, and so his son, um, Speedy's son, Logan, was actually wearing Zion's shoes. And Speedy was wearing some of Zion's shoes as well. So that's why Zion kind of popped out like, hey, yo, that's kind of cool. You wear my shoes. So, you know, they got the photo op and everything. And he signed the shoes for them and everything. So it was a nice little, you know, nice little moment. Zion out in the community trying to get, you know, some jewelry or something at, the, at Ramsey's or something like that. I think that's, that might be what it was. Mm. Um, not sure, but it looked like it was Ramsey's. But um so I said, you know what, I'm going to post this, put the caption, and we'll just, you know, we'll see what happens. And it just, like, <laughs> people started commenting immediately. Everything they were saying in the, in the replies and in the retweets, everybody was like, man, 3, 3.30, no, he not 3.30. Look at Zion looking slim. Zion Williams slim. And they was calling, they were saying all kinds of crazy stuff, right? <laughs> so it kind of just blew up, and it kind of, I knew that people were going to, like, respond to it, but I didn't think that it would be, like, on the scale that it was. So, you know, um, Legion Hoops and Hoop Central or whatever those accounts are, they was taking a picture and posting it, you know, as their own or something and, and, and clutch points and, and accounts like that. I was just like, man, y'all can at least tag me, man. Tag Speedy and somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm the source, man. Like, I got it from him. I'm the middleman at this point. Like, I'm just like, look, look at this photograph. And it was like, Stealing it on a slick. <laughs> nah, they tripping. Saw it. Yeah, yeah. It's not for for me. Like you know, I a couple years ago, I told myself I was like, I'm gonna set out to be like the most popular Pelicans fan on Twitter. Like I'm gonna do that thing, and that was the year I got in the video, and I was like, oh my god, it's working, right? <laughs> so I posted it to get a response for sure, but it was more of a response than I uh, than I thought it was gonna get. So. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. As soon as I saw it, I was like, wait a minute. That bro don't look 330. <laughs> and I, right. And I kept telling people, like, we haven't seen him in a jersey since, um, mm. since uh, like, media day, probably. Um, and he was looking pretty thick then. But that was, like, three months ago now. You know, that was, like, a little minute ago. And since then, all we had seen him in was some really, really baggy stuff. Like, he got a hoodie and then a jacket on top of it. It's like, you yeah. can't tell what he's looking like. And nobody really knows. They're just speculating on bad angles and, and you know, the Mountain Dew commercial and stuff like that. So, man, the, the guy looks like he doesn't look like Duke Zion, but he don't look no 330, you know. He don't. He doesn't look three thirty. But let me ask you a question: What did Speedy say? Like, like what did, did did Speedy say anything? Um, that would indicate that you know, um, this you know he he looks a little like. Did he look? You know, did Speedy say he looked too big? He looked slim? Like, no, Speedy didn't mention none of that at all. Speedy wow, was just happy to like get the chance to you know chat it up with him because he said they talked ball a little bit and um his son is in basketball right now so Zion was kind of giving him some tips on you know offensive and defensive and whatever yeah so he was just chatting it up with the kid. Um, so yeah, Speedy never said nothing about any of that. And I'm not even sure he knew the scale of what was going on on Twitter and on, you know, all these other podcasts and stuff surrounding the, you know, the conversation about his physique. So 
Wow. So he was just yeah. happy to see Zion had issues yeah. at the time. That was dope. Right? right. He was just posting a photo out. That's it. <laughs> wow. So, okay. Now, I've talked to a few people, right, about this situation. Some people mm-hmm. believe that Zion may be pulling the James Harden. <laughs> you know, James Harden had got me good. And I don't, I don't really, I didn't like him when he was in Houston. He was getting on my nerves, you know, with all the step backs and, and the bogus, you know, all the free throw attempts and the bogus fouls and stuff. But I do, I do see the similarities and it's very funny because James Harden was looking one way and you know then what I mean? all of a sudden, all of a sudden he got, it's like he was wearing boo clothes and he got traded. He took them all off and nice Yo, it was funny. Even in his jersey, like he don't had he had on a regular jersey. Like he had on a fat suit or something. I'm like, yo, how do you go from being fat on Tuesday? Like, I think by Friday he was he was slim again. I'm like, yo, I I tried it. It don't work for me like that. I don't know. (laughs) How did he do that? I don't know. I don't know what was going on with Harden, but with Zion, I think it was just a mixture of bad angles and also mm. one of the the, the the picture in him with the um with that red like outfit on that i saw that i saw suit. that yeah 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 it's a sweat i've suit. seen yeah i've seen two two of that same picture and one of them okay. is the one that everybody's talking about and the other one looks slimmer so i'm like so did somebody wow. take this picture and doctor this picture so we could like create this narrative around his weight mm. it seemed really fishy um so i really don't think that the one that everybody was talking about is like a, an authentic photograph. I think somebody was just like messing around and trying to get a response out of people. So I love yeah. it. I love it. Okay, cool. So, so you actually don't believe Zion has a weight issue, this type of weight issue that people have been talking about. I don't know. I don't think it's an issue where it's going to um, keep him off the court. You know what I mean? Like it's the specific injury that he's dealing with right now. Sure any extra weight isn't going to help the situation, but I really, I think that it's completely blown out of proportion. Um, and he's not as bad off as the, you know, the, the big wigs want us to believe as far as like, you know, Zach Lowe and whoever else has been talking on their podcast. I don't think it's as bad as they think. And, and at the same time, a lot of these people who be talking, like they don't even, they don't watch this team. They don't see Zion on the daily. Like if anybody who sees him in that practice facility, uh, you know, thought that he was in like really bad shape somebody would have said something by now i would have got out you know so there's a lot of talk coming from outside of the fan base some of the people inside the fan base is starting to get irritated and they calling them all kinds of names and stuff and it's like look we don't we already dealing with that from outside we don't need that on the inside so figure out which side you on. <laughs> mm. you know you're gonna support him and support the team or you're not you know so um I just don't think they need to be beaten up on him. Sure, he could take some accountability or whatever, but we don't know what's going on in this man's like we don't know what's going on in his life. Like he could be really upset and like, you know, struggling mentally because he really wants to be on the court and he can't be on the court. So it's like, why are we beating him up? Like we should be upholding him, you know? So mm. lift him up. <laughs> I love that. Look, let me let me ask this question. Um, what did you feel when you hear reports like Zion wants to leave New Orleans? Zion doesn't want to be there. How does that, I mean, as a huge Pelican supporter, as somebody who's mm-hmm. been there since he's been drafted, right? Mm-hmm. How does that make you feel as somebody who's, you know, who loves him and the team? Um, I just let it roll right off me, you know, because people are going to talk. And and I've, there's even guys that I used to, like, work with who don't watch the Pelicans ever. And I come in and I'll be like, good morning, what's up? And they would be like, yeah, you know, Zion going to the Knicks in five years. And I'm like, 
And if he does, bro, what you got to understand is there's a lot of people, a lot of these new NBA fans are fans of players and they follow that player. If he t- if he leaves the team at some point in his career, which this happens, people don't be standing around for 20 years like Dirk and Tim Duncan and Kobe and stuff. You know what I mean? Like people don't stick with the same team. So it's just not the way it works anymore. But if he did happen to leave somewhere down the line, cool, go do your thing, bro. But at the, at the end of the day, since the beginning of the day, I've been a fan of the team and, you know, I'm going to support the team no matter what happens. But when it comes to like, you know, them saying that he's unhappy here, if there's some truth to it, I would say you can't be like, oh, this team sucks. I don't want to play with these dudes. They don't know what they're doing. If you're not available to play with these dudes, the team was built around you. So if you're not there, of course, things aren't going to work. So if he was unhappy and you know wanting out, he would have to he would have to give it a fair shot. He would have to suit up this season <laughs> and play with this team. So, um, but yeah, I I don't think that it's gotten to a point where he is just like I don't want to be here. So, wow, that's wow. how I feel about it. <laughs> okay, cool. Now tell me this: you see the Pelicans the way they currently are. Let's keep talking about this current iteration of the the team, right? This, yeah. this team right now. You see how they are. You see what's going on. Um, do you see this team improving when Zion gets back um, to the to the point where they are at least a play in team? Um, I do see them improving. You know, once he gets back, and I think a lot of it also depends on when he gets back because it might not be like an instant you know, fix as soon as he gets back, you know, he got to get his game legs back under him um, and get back in game shape. Cause it's one thing to be in like, you know, gym shape and practice shape, being in a live game, you know, live game action is different. So um, it really depends on when he gets back, because if they can start putting together a couple wins here and there, just to kind of stay, well, I guess they got to get close to 500 first. I was going to say stay close, but <laughs> if they can get close to 500 before he comes back, I think that they could, potentially make the play in um before the season and before we found out about the injury i was saying that they was going to make it into the playoffs of like the sixth seed or something but now like look if we can get to 10 it'll still be an improvement on last year you know in last year's iteration of the team so any improvement is, is good <laughs> so hopefully they can get you know get to that 10 so at least we can say all right well based on the you know win loss column we made an improvement so I love it. Yo, so here we go. This is something that we do normally, right? Whenever we have interviews. Um, and like I said, at first, I was like, you know what? I'm just kind of talk about the picture or whatever. Then I say, yo, now nah, you are a super fan. She got the juice. <laughs> so I'm going to start asking any type of question I want to ask because I know you got the information. Oh, um, snap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but honestly, we're going to do this thing, right? Where we, um, where we go into, we have like 14 different questions, right? Ooh. And you can pick the number. So actually, you can select the number. Okay. Okay. It's okay. up to you to select the number. Um, and then as you select the number, right? Um, I'll give you the question that goes along with dance. And these are called quick hitters. So gotcha. the first thing that comes to your mind, right? You can respond mm-hmm. and say the first, whatever the first thing is that comes to your mind, rock with it. Cool. Okay. You ready? All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this isn't a right or wrong situation. It's your opinion, your thoughts. So whatever okay. first thing comes to your mind. So give me a number one to fourteen. Seven. Seven. Love it. All right, cool. Your most satisfying moment as a Pelicans fan? Uh, the Portland sweep in the playoffs, 2018. Wow. Love it. Love it. Love it. You was ready <laughs> with that one. You know how this goes. It was history. It was history. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay, cool. Now give me uh, another number. Uh, three. Three? Love it. Okay. 
one player you believe who's not on the team right now, but they would best compliment Zion Williamson. Ooh. <laughs> JJ Reddick, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the author of the Pelican 12. <laughs> Shout out to Jonathan Clay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> all right bet 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 <laughs> okay cool 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 so you want jj to basically come out of retirement right <laughs> you give it one more go that first give it one more go that first season he had with us he was cool the second season i don't know what happened i think he was just bummed and drew's gone and he was just mad i don't know so <laughs> yo okay um golly who's the coach that um the pelicans bought in um not the not the current coach, but the one right before then. Stand with the Van Gundy, right? Uh, Van Gundy, yeah. Okay, yeah. When Van Gundy got there, if mm-hmm. you had a chance to listen to JJ Reddick in the press conference, you heard him say, "Man, I heard he be running people and he be um uh." <laughs> 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 JJ, you know what JJ played for him in Orlando or something, right? Like he had played for him before, I think. So I think JJ was at a point in his career where he was like, "I'm not trying to put up with standing his BS at, at this point," you know. That was basically what I got from that situation. <laughs> I basically got that he was like, "Yo, I'm not, I'm, I'm not for this, man." He was not interested. Yeah, yeah. So I think that definitely affected his play for sure. When I saw that press conference, I was like, "Oh, it's a matter of time." <laughs> but he's out of here, yo. <laughs> I should have said Drew. I should have said Drew instead of JJ. But I'm gonna stick with JJ. <laughs> Bad. Okay, give me, give me another number. Um, eleven. Eleven. Here we go. All right. If someone in New Orleans said, "I love the Saints. I'm a Saints fan through and through," right? But you know, I'm kind of iffy on the Pelicans. I want to go to a game, but I don't really know. Convince them to go. Um, well, first we can start with the tickets are going to be really cheap, right? So you don't even, you don't even have to get like the $3 up a bowl tickets. You can get a $30 lower bowl ticket and you'll go and you'll have a good time regardless of what's going on on the court. You're going to have a good time as far as the in-game entertainment and just seeing the rest of the guys that's out there playing too. Um, the way I see it is these Saints fans, you know, a lot of people have recency bias and they're only thinking about the Saints from 2006 to present, but them old Saints teams, People were still filling the stands for them when they wasn't winning. So why can't the Pelicans get the same treatment and the same respect? You know, I know 41 home games is a lot of home games, but that gives you a lot more opportunities to go to games. So why not just go to one, bring the family? Okay. Okay. I like that. (laughs) They didn't put you in a commercial for no reason now. (laughs) (laughs) I had the hookup, man. I had the hookup. Shout out to my boy, Adam, man. He got me in that video. (laughs) Wow. Yo, okay. Here we go. Now we at, we got, um, we did three, we did seven, mm-hmm. we did 11, right? All the lucky numbers so far. <laughs> All right. <laughs> give me give me another one. Uh, I'm going to do 14. Okay, here we go. Um, your favorite Pelican player of all time, like all of all time. And actually, Pelicans or Hornets, so of all time. Um, it's going uh, to be Drew, Drew Holiday. Wow. Yeah, yeah. City love Drew, man. <laughs> Bad. Okay, okay. Okay, how'd you feel when he when he left? Um, I mean, it it was pretty disappointing, but like I understand and and ended up being a perfect opportunity for him. So, you know, he went, got himself a trophy and then went and got himself a gold medal too. So um yeah, <laughs> he might not have had that opportunity had he stayed here, you know, to go to Olympics and all that stuff. So it worked out good for him. 
um, and he's really good to, to you know the community and the city and everything. So yeah, it's, it's Drew for life. <laughs> okay, I love it. I love it. All right, cool. We got two more of these. All right, give cool, me cool, cool. give me another number. One. One. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. This is about you now. <laughs> best restaurant in the NOLA area. Um. Okay, this can include the West Bank too. That's kind of include that's the any area. place in 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 that whole region. Uh, he, I like Banana Blossom a lot. It's on the West Bank. It's a Thai place. It's really good. <laughs> wow. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yo, it's so funny because um, when people think about New Orleans, they never think about Thai food, right? Or Chinese food mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Even though what they don't know is that we sure love that food. Right. <laughs> yeah. And when I'm at home, I'm always looking for the best Chinese restaurant in a particular spot. Right. <laughs> and, Funny, I didn't really get into Thai food until I came out here to Atlanta. But mm. when, when I was at home, right, it was all about Chinese food. But uh-huh. when it was when it's time, yo, when it's time, I'm definitely gonna check out. Give me the name of that restaurant again. Banana Blossom. Banana Blossom. Bet I love it. Yes. I love it. All right, cool. You got one more. Give me another number. <sighs> Let's see, five. Five. Here we go. Okay, cool. The best Pelicans player outside of Ingram, um, Jonas, and Zion. Outside of Ingram, Jonas, and Zion, best player right now, based on his consistency, especially uh, Josh. Josh Hart is my boy. Yeah, he's been big. He's been big. <laughs> I like the fact that you said he's been big, even though he's a little guy. But his, <laughs> like, he's like six six or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> now his heart's really big. Like he really go hard. You know, in basketball, he don't look that big to me. He don't. Um, he don't. <laughs> but he goes hard. I, I like it. Yo, so here's some of the other questions that, that we have for you that we didn't we didn't cover. We don't have to. Um, but okay. we had most memorable, no, we had um most satisfying um uh, Pelicans moment. Um we also had um one player you would trade from the Pelicans Ooh. to make them a better team. Um <laughs> another one we had was if you met Brandon Ingram at McDonald's, right? And he's you know by himself and he's chilling by himself, what's the move? Right. Um we also <laughs> We also had another question. If you had to trade Zion, um, where would you trade him to and for what player? Um, we oh. had that one. But you avoided all of them. You, I'm you, glad. You dives all leaves. You dives all leaves, right? Um, I don't and, like that. <laughs> and then um, we had other, one more question, right? It was first word that comes to mind when I mentioned um, Jackson um, Hayes. Um, Josh Hart or Devontae Graham, right? Those are the oh, other questions, right? Okay, cool, cool. So, <laughs> so you did well. You did well with the three sevens and the, you did great. You did great. All the, all the lucky numbers, see? <laughs> Yo, so look, you want to be the most, you know, one of the most famous Pelicans fans of all time, right? Uh, and actually, <laughs> on look, Twitter specifically. On, on Twitter, Twitter. specifically. Okay, bad, bad, bad. <laughs> Tell people how they can find you, right? How they can reach you. Um, and then, you know, how they can follow you because you also, look, when you're at the games, you be reporting like you, you, you know, you got credentials. You on it. You telling people what's going on. Oh yeah. man, like he caught the ball on the sideline. Like I, I kind of went through your yeah. Twitter. I'm like, yo, she on it, on it. I so, need to be over there behind Joel and AD, man. That's why I need to be sitting there. Yo, <laughs> tell people how they can find you so they can follow your tweets as you are as you're in, you know, at the games. Yeah. Okay. So exclusively on Twitter, the handle is at my name is Rel with the underscore after the rail okay my name is rail underscore so that's where you can find me at that's why i be tweeting talking to myself most of the time and sometimes people do interact with me so that's cool (laughs) 
I've been on Twitter a long time, man, since like January 2009. So I got like a lot of tweets where I just was BSing, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> but now it's a lot more interaction. I've like, just been talking with the fans. So there's people who I met on Pelican Twitter actually who are like really good friends of mine in person now. Um, the guy I go to all the games with, we share season tickets together. I met him on Twitter too. So yeah, it's just, it's a family, man. <laughs> Look, we absolutely love it. Thank you so much for joining us. We truly appreciate you. Hey, look, and and when you see that picture again, <laughs> pay respect. <laughs> tell him, tell him your name again. For real, Rel, man. Don't be stealing pictures from Rel like that. Stop man. stealing put, pictures put from Rel. <laughs> put some respect on Rel. Tag Rel when you show the picture. That was my moment to like further my my fandom and my like popularity. And yeah, kind of, like, got in the way of that, bro. I took that seriously. <laughs> <laughs> What what offset said they do anything for clout? <laughs> Yo, look, look. When you see Zion looking slim, remember who did it. Rap. All right. <laughs> Facts. That's it. <laughs> yeah, we appreciate you so much. Thank you for joining us. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. All right, look, y'all go follow Rel. Give, show us some love. Give us some, um, you know, put some respect on her name. Um, make sure that y'all follow. Get her follows up through the roof, yo. Get her follows up through the roof. Um, and and, and do that, y'all. And look. I, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that you're listening. Um, if you're listening to this right now, so do me a favor, give us a like, give us a subscribe. Um, we love you. We thank you for joining us. Yo, Ralph, do me one more favor. What's up? I'm gonna ask you this, okay? And we ask everybody this. Okay. So we're a Christian podcast, right? So everybody we interview, we ask this question to mm-hmm. how if people are like, you know, listening to you right now and they're like, yo, I like her, right? I want to support, <laughs> I want to show us some love, and I want to pray for her. How could they pray for you um, moving forward? Like, how, how could, what could they, you know, say, hey, God, look out for this for real? Um, oh, that's a, that's a great, great question. Just, I would say, pray for um, stability going into the next year, into the next phase of my, my life and my career. That would be awesome. Okay, awesome. We got you covered. Thank you so much for joining us, Rob. We really appreciate you. Thanks, Rick. All right, y'all. God bless. We're out.